0: Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today. At Joffrey's.com, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. When you wish upon a cookie, magical things happen. Wish Upon a Cookie is a New Jersey-based custom cookie company started by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical cookie dreams into a reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes, Wish Upon a Cookie's creations are extensions of your inspiration. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a cookie. Visit them online today at wishuponacookie.com and on Instagram, wishuponacookie201. Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and living with the land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family
1: and Mickey Dudes podcast means nobody gets left behind.
2: And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes
0: Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans!
1: Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Today, we are on location at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, where our very own Mickey Dude, Joe Quatrochi, is staying for the week and we thought we would just have a little uh, lobby chat. We're in the uh, little uh, room off to the left of uh, the main lobby where they do all the presentations for the cultural representatives when they were actually here. And um, basically just going to talk about our experience in COVID-19 world at Walt Disney World between staying at different hotels. I haven't stayed at a hotel yet. I have a couple of reservations coming up soon. I'll tell you more about those in a little while. Uh, but I have been in the parks. Joe has been a guest on property and been through the parks. So we're gonna take you through the good and the bad. We're not gonna hold back. We're just gonna be straight up with our thoughts on this because some things work and some things are just completely stupid. So,
2: Joe? welcome yeah what's up man how you doing it's good to be here it's uh it's a little weird actually i would say doing a a, a podcast in the lobby here but literally here at jumbo house where we're staying um just a little bit you know, we came across some points from a friend of ours who actually the points were expiring so they were like do you guys want to stay on property we're like heck yeah so jen and i uh were lucky yeah. enough to get a one-bedroom villa here at jumbo and uh for anybody who doesn't know um Right now, Kidani is fully up and functioning. Jumbo, just the DVC rooms are open right now, and um, nothing here is open. Other restaurants are open. The shops are open. The pool is open, but that's about it. So it's very quiet here. Uh, So if you're looking for, and if you've listened to this podcast a while, you know my wife and I are very big into the quiet DVC resorts. That's why we love Saratoga and Old Key West so much. If you're looking for a quiet vacation right now, a Jumbo House at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge is the place to be because it is extremely quiet. But, uh, it's kind of nice. Um, like so there's nobody in this lobby. There's no, yeah, there's, there's, and the, the lobby, and Dave, you know, the, the front desk here is huge. And they only have one person at the front desk. And they're never, there's never anybody there. Um. So, but it's it has been a great experience so far. I mean, it's our first time. We've you know we've eaten at the restaurants here, here, uh, here, and uh, Kanani in the past, but never been a guest here. So it's kind of like a bucket list thing. Uh, we've checked off, and there's definitely some pros, but definitely some cons with staying uh, here at the Animal Kingdom Lodge.
1: Okay, so we are a—we um, do bring the magic, so that's always positive. So. Let's go with the positives first of Animal Kingdom Lodge. Now, I personally love this resort. I've stayed here twice. You've all heard my little story of trying to wake up my parents to celebrate my father's retirement trip and at the stroke of sunrise and I opened up the curtains thinking that the whole circle of life would be uh, coming out, uh, happening in the yard in front of me only to find out that Early in the morning, they call their animals back to their barns so they can get their veterinary care. And the only, per, the only thing out on the savannah was a cast member power washing rocks. So um, the other time I've stayed here, uh, believe it or not, uh, this is my this is my choice during hurricane season when a hurricane is coming through uh, central Florida. I'm not staying. I'm not staying at. Um, my apartment complex just down the road from Animal Kingdom Lodge because there's a chance that I might lose power. Here, this building was designed to uh, withstand charging animals so it can definitely hold its own in a hurricane so I got to stay here in Last year, when there was supposed to be a hurricane, but there wasn't. But this is going to be my hurricane resort from now on.
2: Well, Dave, uh, at the time of recording this, there is a tropical storm heading our way. Uh, so you might be able to get a reservation come uh, this Saturday or Sunday when the uh, the storm comes up through uh, the Sunshine State here. So, uh, it might be interesting, but... I think, that, I think that
1: tropical storm is going to be following me because I'm scheduled to uh, do a little road trip to Savannah, Georgia next week before I'll, I go back to work. So
2: I'll take the storm with you, all I'm right? I'm going to be taking the storm with me probably. <laughs> yeah, the uh, definitely, you know, you said you like this resort. You know, you said it's uh, a place that you could hang out during a hurricane and relax. You know, the, the positives we've found so far, first of all, the, the staff here is fantastic. I mean, everybody from, you know, the, the, the housekeeping staff to the front desk staff, you um, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of staff here, but everybody's been super nice, super great. Um, you know, you hear those horror stories out there where even you know the DVC, uh, Disney resorts, DVC resorts, there's sometimes a cast member too. Is you know, we're all humans, right? But the staff has been excellent here. Um, I think we take it for granted as a, uh, you know, as Disney fans that you know that we're that the Savannah's out here, you know. And so when you check into your room, you're kind of used to seeing it, but the just waking up and seeing like, you know, we have like this, you know. Tower of three or four giraffes. that just love to come in front of our, our room. I mean, it's it's pretty cool seeing them every morning. The, the the tower of giraffes, the zebras. It's just it's cool to see like almost like a zoo outside of your your window. So that is just it's just amazing just how cool and how well the animals get along with each other. And like I said, we take it for granted, but like there's literally a zoo outside your a first class zoo outside of your uh, outside of your your uh, your balcony. So that's definitely something that you know. That we uh, that we we like the theming here is fantastic too. I mean, uh, not having stuff open here, we've taken some time to walk around the property. You Yeah, know, more Jumbo than Kadani, um, but just like looking at the all you know, the displays and the pictures and like Dave said, the, the cultural exhibits that are located in this room. I mean, if you stop and take. 20 minutes out of your day. I mean, a lot of times we're rushing from you know, park to park. Dave, we're guilty of that. You know, we're here. We're like, let's meet up with friends here. Or we're doing this. We have a fast pass here. But if you actually take the time, I mean, I'm a resort geek and look at some of the exhibits in here. It's pretty breathtaking, some of the stuff that's in here.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: um, And, you know, when there's not a lot going on, when the park shut down at night, right? I mean, when you come back to your room, what else do you do? Sometimes me and Jen just walk around, just take a look at some of the things that are here. I mean, so that's been a positive as well. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean it's it's been good. The room's been okay. Um, I think the room that we're in right now could use a refurb. That's um, maybe one of the negatives that we've seen. Like it looks a little uh, a little worn, a little beat up. This is one of the more popular resorts, right, Dave? I mean, so mm-hmm. um, during normal pre-pandemic times, these are probably filled constantly. So that yes. you know, it's hard for them to get them out of service. But uh, the room's a little bit warm, But you know the uh, you know everything else House, has been how so. Yeah, you, know, you, you look at like the furniture, you know, like more towards like the floor. You can see a lot of it's worn out. You know, like like a lot of luggage has been banged into it. Uh, you know, the beds are a little bit. You can tell like where, you know, the certain sides have been a little more lumpy than the other where people have been <laughs> sleeping. Okay. You know, so things like that. Um I mean, it's not dirty to anything like that. The rooms are very clean. I will give Disney a lot of credit. Our room is spotless. Um, I mean, dust, nothing. I mean, it's it's spotless. So I. I mean, when they talk about the enhanced cleaning, they they were not joking. I mean, the remotes were wrapped up. I mean, usually you find their dust bunnies. Now, our room our room is spotless, so I will give them that. Um, I will say, Dave, I was not happy that these rooms at Jamba House have the uh, the soaps and the uh, you know and the pump bottles. So I wasn't happy that, about that.
1: that. That would that would irritate me too. I but mean, you know, you're but a, but they were deluxe resort. You know, they can give you that. It, it irritates me in any
2: resort. Yeah, but I will get it. They were sealed with the packs, I so said they were clean and stuff like that. So you know, but and that's been one of those things I've kind of preached on here and on resort loop that you know very anti I want my soaps to take home, but if that's really the complaint that I have, you know, in today's day and age, you know, I mean, really, it's a first, it's a first world problem. But uh, but you know, the room's been good. It's been quiet. Uh, this has been kind of a staycation for us. We're actually we've been working a lot in our rooms on our laptops. So. We haven't really been, we went to the parks on Saturday and Sunday. We have not been to the parks at all during the week so far. Um, that we got to dinner at the resorts. Been to Olivia's, we've been to Il Molino. Uh, we've been to downtown, sorry, uh, Disney Springs. Uh, yeah, at the Poly one night, we got takeout at Captain Cook's. So at, at the Poly, had a Dole Whip. So uh, it was kind of a nice treat. Um, and you are able to visit other resorts if you are a Walt Disney World guest. Um, you are able to go from resort to resort. They've been pretty good about it. Um, even when we went over to the Contemporary for a drink one night, we'd never have a reservation. They scanned our bands. They saw we were guests. They were cool and let us in. So. But, uh, yeah, Dave, it's been an interesting trip. But uh, it's been a nice resort. Uh, it might not be on our, believe it or not, there's a lot of diehard Animal Kingdom Lodge fans out there. And like I said, there's a, we always say right, Dave. There's a Disney resort for everybody, mm-hmm. and it's funny. My wife and I were just like, we kind of miss Saratoga; it's our home a little bit. And uh, you know, we, this might not be on the top of our list, but that's okay. That's uh, there's it's uh, this might not be, you know, this might not be for us. But uh, we've enjoyed it so far. But we kind of miss Saratoga a little bit. It's kind of like our home away from home. So.
1: Well, speaking on uh, what you were talking about in terms of the uh, furniture and everything. Uh, being dinged and stuff like that. Um, I think that is a major issue over here because there's constantly a lot of turnover on it. Uh, When I actually moved down here, uh, furnishing my new apartment and everything, we went over to uh, Disney Cast Connection where they have property control where you can buy Disney prop, you can buy all of the Disney furniture and over there for cast members. And we, there was a whole living room set and like bedroom set that was from Animal Kingdom Lodge that they were selling it for like great like, and it's one of those t- one of those TV um, shelves that they have with these big chest and in, in the, these big chest drawers at the bottom and everything, really intricate carvings. They were selling it for twelve dollars and fifty cents. That's crazy! Wow. See the thing is now I could have jumped on it. The thing is though, you have you have to move it yourself you have to bring your own truck get it over there they will only hold it for you for 24 hours and there's no guarantee that it's going to be there when you come back if you go to rent a u-haul or anything so it's first come first serve So the variables about it we missed out on a lot of the furniture because we saw some stuff and we literally went to rent a u-haul we returned back a couple friends a couple friends or cast members so they allow me in the store with them and of course, when that happened, all the stuff was gone. So, and yeah, you you could see, you know, they had like at, like at the bottom they had their little dings from suitcases and stuff like that. But, but that's stuff that you know, if, yeah. you were, if you were
2: to purchase that for your apartment, Dave, you know, you could, you know, somebody can go home and you know throw some old English on it or sand it down, and you, if you really want mm-hmm. to put some time into well, it, yeah. you could definitely restore it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not it's not damaged beyond repair, but you could definitely see it's had. It's had better days, you know, but but honestly, like it's it's still nice. I mean, it's it's still not, you know, we're like, oh my god, you know, it's like the worst thing I've ever seen. So mm-hmm. I mean we're kind of nitpicking a little bit here for for the purposes yeah. of the show, but uh, yeah. but so far it's been uh, it's been a good stay. We've definitely enjoyed it. Um, the fact that they are it's so dead and so quiet, we're sitting here in the lobby doing a podcast and not one person's walked by us, It's kinda of crazy. You
1: know? well, we, <laughs> but, we are talking the good, bad and the ugly, so fair is fair with that. Now, before we move on, though, I do want to ask you, in terms of, like, the restaurants and stuff, have you, like, have you eaten at geco before? Have you eaten at Boma? Have you ever had experience Never,
2: Never eaten at geco I've eaten at Boma. eaten at Sanaa. Um, so, we, I kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that Boma comes back. I know with the whole buffet thing, it's kind of like, it's, you know, might turn into a family-style thing whenever they do open. Um, do like the food. The restaurants here are fantastic. I mean, that is one of its strong suits. I mean, so... Um, we would definitely come back for that. Um, Sanaa's been open here. We just we just haven't really ventured over to Kidani too much to go and see. We've just kind of we've kind of gone other places. Like our favorites, like Olivia's. You know, El Molino's always a, a top spot What you course. have at Olivia's? You know, believe it or not, my wife went with the buttermilk chicken. It's her staple. But I actually had, they had a, um, like a baked potato soup. And uh, I actually had the club sandwich, the conch sandwich. Uh, conk flats club sandwich mm-hmm. was actually fantastic it was very good I've and that it was something um with the, with the coleslaw and it's an oil-based coleslaw which is kind of nice it's a little different and i actually wish I did in order the soup because i was super full so um and the staff at libby's is awesome i mean they were so good and um you know it's hard with the reduced capacity we have noticed dave um and i, I don't know if you've eaten on property a lot recently but a lot of the menus are just you know they're really scaled down yes you know which so, if you do come to visit Walt Disney World, some of your favorites might not be on there. Uh, so, kind of be prepared for that. But um, they've been pretty good about having the QR codes and bringing it up in your app. So, if you're curious about what's being offered on the um, at the restaurants, you know, um, go into My Disney Experience. You know, a lot of us use other apps um, for like you know like touring plans and other apps. That are, but My Disney Experience is actually gonna have the most uh, accurate stuff out there for what's offered currently at restaurants and what's available as well Um, because a lot of quick services aren't open, a lot of restaurants are open still, so...
1: Yeah, and some of the quick services that I wish were, and some of the restaurants that I wish were open are not open like for instance, I was in the Magic Kingdom on Monday and I wanted my uh, hummus hummus sandwich, the lighthouse sandwich at Columbia Harbor House just to find out to my dismay that I couldn't get my clam chowder or my lighthouse sandwich because columbia harbor house is currently closed at that you know cosmic rays starlight cafe it's like you know i don't want another burger
2: at that. it's funny that you know you said like you know your your favorites aren't open because it, it kind of forces you to try new things and uh my wife and i the first night day we went to uh grand flirting cafe and uh they had a scaled-down menu there, and with the NBA having their bubble there, it was it was a little weird. Like, there wasn't a lot of people there, but I ended up having one of their burgers. It was actually very good. I mean, it was like the Grand Floridian burger or whatever it was. Is and that the one with the shrimp on top? Well, they had one with the um, the lobster. That's that stuff. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm not a seafood guy, so okay. I ordered one, but my wife enjoyed it um, um, yeah, with the lobster whatever it's called. Uh, but I just had a plain burger with, like, you know, lettuce, tomato. And it was fantastic. It was a very good burger. It was not frozen. because could tell it was a fresh patty. So it forces you to try new things and try well, new restaurants.
1: Grand Floridian Cafe is a hidden gem over here. It's,
2: it's, I agree. It's good. I usually go there for breakfast. i um, been there a few times for dinner in the past. But, um, but yeah, like, not everything's open. Um, the one thing I will say, Dave, about the Grand Floridian is a little, little disappointed in it is that because of the NBA bubble being at the Grand Floridian, um, if you go to, like, Enchanted Rose... Any so vibe. I haven't gone to yet. Well, they frosted over all the windows because it looks into the bubble. So, like, when you go up to the Enchanted Rose, you can't see out into anything. So you have a view of nothing. Literally, it's, like, frosted over until the NBA leaves. So um, if you go to the Enchanted Rose or anywhere like that has a view into the courtyard of the Grand Floridian, you're not going to be able to see anything. They're trying to give, I guess, the players and their families or teams the most privacy possible. But So... Um, guess yeah, so that's a little disappointing but you know I guess it is what it is until they're they're finished with what they're doing so
1: well that's actually a good se- segue because unfortunately from what we've been seeing it's the NBA that's keeping Disney
2: afloat now in these hard times yeah I think it's like what like 1.5 million a day yeah. Disney's receiving from the NBA so yeah. I definitely have noticed David. I'm um, you're obviously more local than I am driving around property. A much more heightened security yeah. presence. Oh, yes. And a much more heightened presence of the Orange County Sheriff's Office on roadways, either at the hotels where they're at or all on ESPN. Right by ESPN, And all know. over the roads in general. I mean, uh-huh. it's like there's a lot more law enforcement activity around. So I think it's a combination of the shutdown and also them being on, and the MLS being on property as well, the Major League Soccer. So, um, yeah, I definitely have seen, uh, you know, like – just well, sitting on medians, you know, like random random places. So,
1: well, as my uh, cast member friends w- would say, you know, the MLS, they don't like something, they'll tell you off. The uh, the NBA, they they'll just they'll just take it to Twitter and they'll just complain about everything and they'll just complain they'll just complain to their higher ups and everything.
2: But you know, but if you're guesting on property, you would have no idea that they're like besides like the quote unquote bubbles are in. I think at Coronado, uh, Grand Florida, I think Beach Club or Yacht Club they're in. They're one of those ones over there, I think, right? Um, I mean, you wouldn't even know they're even here. I mean, so that's that's. so you know, they're not really impacting your park yeah. experiences or anything like that. So, um, so if you're vacationing, I wouldn't worry about them like shutting down a park or anything like that. That's, that's no, not No,
1: they, my understanding is sometimes they do have events after hours in the parks for them. So that's one of the reasons right now why the parks are closing so early. They are offering them park access at certain times and all that, but um, that's a rarity. The parks would still be closing earlier. Um, I talked to a couple people about that, of why such uh, early times for park closures, and honestly, it's uh, a pure financial idea because they're making, my understanding is they're making most of their money during the daytime to keep the parks open later and everything. You know, people are, yeah, they're on the attractions and everything. People are not spending as much money at those times, so it actually they end up losing money, having to pay cast members to run the parks.
2: And, and that makes sense, That's Dave, it. because just using our Sundays for an example, we went to Hollywood Studios, and uh, you know we got there right when it opened, and we were lucky enough to get a, a rise um, a rise boarding group. We boarding group twenty, and we literally did we literally did almost everything. We did everything besides uh, Millennium Falcon. And we rode Rock rock and Roller Coaster four times. We rode Tower three times. We rode uh, Rise. We rode Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, which was absolutely awesome. And Rise was awesome too, just to be on the record. Um, everybody knows here I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but it was very well done. I mean, um, we actually were, it broke down in the middle. We were stuck in the room with the Stormtroopers, but um, it was really well done. You have to give them credit for for what it is. It's it's, it's like, wow, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but we we, you know, we did Toy Story three times. We I mean, believe it or not, we just walked on a lot of these things. I mean, they would tell you 45, 50 minutes. We waited 15, 20 minutes, Dave, and we were like, we just go on again, go on mm-hmm. again and go on again. You know, slinky dog. So we did everything, Dave, and we were out of the parks by probably 4, 4.30 but, but by the time a giant thunderstorm rolled through. I mean, that was like how many hours we were there. I mean, we literally just kept going. We were just, like, hammered down, and, like, we didn't even eat lunch. I mean, we just kind of grabbed the pretzel and kept going, so... Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're not going to be able to park up, there's no reason to stay up until nine, ten o'clock at night. I mean, for the amount of people that they're letting, you know, they're letting in. So, yeah. But it's been good. I mean, uh, Dave, what do you? I mean, what are your thoughts about you know, the safety measures they've been taking and stuff like that? I mean, not to get crazy you know, political, but you know, what do you think is? Well, uh,
1: I actually don't think we're getting political with this because honestly, no matter what, th- this this it is what it is we're living in this world we got to deal with this so uh, even in terms of politics and everything it's our it's our reality at the moment so we might as well just put it all on the table i think that there are some things that are definitely not working uh for instance they're very good at the distancing when going in and on an attraction and everything but when you get off an attraction. It's all hell breaks loose. People are just, you know, people are just kind of mixing together when they're leaving the attraction because uh, they. Big Thunder, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, for instance, you're basically uh, spaced evenly throughout the queue. When you get to the part where the loading zone, there's this very narrow area that was narrow beforehand, but now there's some. Uh, now we have some. Uh, Plexiglass, making it totally
2: claustrophobic. They're very, very hot. There's yes. no breeze getting through there. So. Yep.
1: And then, you know, they put you every other row, which is fine, or in this case, like three rows or so to like, make, maintain the six-foot distance. And that's all well fine and good. But then once you get off the train and they tell you to exit to your left, There's no, okay, this row goes, this row goes, this row goes. Instead, everybody is going and everybody's, as you're trying to go, everybody's passing you and there's no social distance markings when you leave the queues. So as you're walking out, all of these people are just kind of jumbling up together and it's like, okay, why did we just for the last 20 minutes, why did we just social distance to only have this happening now? Leaving the park at the, at closing again, same thing. Masses of crowds are moving towards the exit. There's no way you're social distancing during that. You know, there are people out there making sure you're wearing your mask, so you do have that. You do have that little extra layer of protection. But it's just where they can do it, it works. But can can it work all the time? No. Um, I'll be honest. I forget about social distancing sometimes. You know, it's like if I'm if I'm just like on my phone or something, and the and the queue is moving. I'm walking. Next thing you know, I'm about to walk into the person. I realize. Oh wait a minute! I gotta I gotta move back. But but that by that point, the people behind me have already come, and I'm kind of stuck in this middle ground. I've been trying to keep more uh, conscious of it, but you know, we're only human. You know, this is something that we just started doing this year, and. You know, it's still not totally ingrained in us.
2: Well, I, I definitely. And hopefully it won't have to be. No, I mean, I'm hoping this is like a, a bump in the road, but Dave, I completely agree with you. Um, listen, I mean, social distancing is not going to be able to happen all the time, but I, I will say one of my biggest gripes is, is that when they spray down the ride vehicles and they kind of don't wipe it off and then you kind of hop into one and then essentially your back is full of like, like I guess a giant hand sanitizer and it gets all over your shirt and stuff. So that's happened to me a couple times. Um, not seeing it on the plastic seats or whatever, you know, like on Buzz Lightyear and stuff like that. So, but like I well, said, they are
1: sending it through the, they are sending it through the ride before. It doesn't dry it, though, man. It, it, I would see, totally see that on Buzz Light, Like the indoor attractions, yeah. Like on the, on, like, the roller coasters and everything. And I could see that because the alcohol, like... But yeah. I never even thought of that.
2: Yeah, much. but it's... But, you know, they're doing a good job. I mean, I will say this, too. Like, you know, everybody reads on this Twitter stuff. And, like, I've been, I've been around here a lot, Dave. And let me tell you something. I see 98% of people wearing their masks properly. I see... I don't see people, like, walking around, like, breaking the drinking or being stationary while they're drinking rules. Um... People are making it out worse than what it is. People are very... The guests have been very good here. I mean, even, Dave, like you said, you moved up by accident and people behind you move up. If you kind of look back at them, like, oh, I made a mistake, they'll move back. Like, they'll give you, like... Pe- I've noticed that. People have been being really... And I don't know if it's because the people that are here are diehards, because they're DVC fans or AP holders or whatever, but... And they just want to experience the parks. But, like, it hasn't been that bad. I mean, we haven't had any problems. You know, people's not wearing masks... Um, I mean, it's it's been re- it's been really good. I mean, I, I think I will earlier, say that. I
1: think the earlier days of Disney Springs, I think they had more issues then, and now people kind of got used to it. Yeah, I mean, and now also just everywhere else, it's just unfortunately it's become pop culture and
2: mainstream and,
1: everywhere and, I will,
2: and I'll tell you Dave you know I'm not like, like, just, people are like I'm not the biggest mask fan or right? I don't like wearing a mask I wear glasses so it's a pocket of constantly I'm constantly adjusting it if I if I don't if I don't have to I, I, I don't but I mean I wear it because it's the rules and I, I don't want anybody else sick and all that stuff this is my one tip for anybody who's coming down for here to vacation: bring several different types of masks. Oh yes, because you could buy ones off of Etsy, and they might be super heavy, and they might be really hot. I've actually, I've actually, I've actually resorted to um, wearing. Um, the disposable ones for the meantime because that seems to work the best for me right that's now. What while, I've been, that's what I've been wearing in the box, The paper ones. Exactly, while being in, you know, I was in Magic Kingdom and it got to the photo so hot on Saturday. I told Jen, I was like, I must even get like a, a paper one and it definitely, it definitely helped. I mean, so bring different kinds of masks with you because find something that works for you. Yeah, I don't have cool designs of mine, but you know what though? It's functioning. I'm not playing with it anymore. I'm not trying to adjust it constantly. So, that's like my one big tip I could give somebody is like listen we have to wear the mask it is what it is right now at least find something that you could function with and I, I think, think
1: we're going to have a whole bunch of people that are going to have Dumbo ears by the time this whole pandemic <laughs> is over because even now the mask that I'm wearing it's pulling on my ears and it's just like it
2: gets annoying after yeah. well. and it, it's funny you see cast members wearing different contraptions around their neck and stuff to like secure the mask to their face so you just you know I've I just slide some of
1: them and they, they just don't work yeah, you just, you just gotta get, my head is too big you
2: gotta get creative and try uh, try some things you know but but like I said just to back, you know, add on to what you said Dave you know they're doing the, the distancing as best as they can um, like I said like I don't like seeing a plexiglass everywhere I think it kind of ruins the, the, uh, you know, the image of the cues and what they look like but it, listen it's what we got right now It's better than nothing, better than not having the parks at all. Mm -hmm. Um, The one other negative I will say, too, is um, if you're coming down here, and I am a huge fan of Disney transportation, huge fan. I love the monorails. I love the boats. I always say I want to be a bus driver when I retire. But if you have a car and you could drive yourself – it's not very busy right now you'll you won't even need to pay for preferred parking the buses and for people that like are relying on digital transportation it's taking a lot longer to get to places so if you have a car and you're able to drive you will get from park to park or resort to places a lot faster than um you would buy disney transportation because the bus service is very sporadic down here right now um with the distancing and all that stuff so that's another one of my tips as well is if you can drive i know jen and i've driven all week and uh yeah, we usually take the bus because I usually like to take a break from driving. So, but, um, but yeah.
1: So, one of the things that I noticed that uh, yesterday I was at Animal Kingdom, and on Kilimanjaro Safari, that was, uh, that was a disaster in terms of the uh, social distancing. Perfectly social distance cues when you entered into the actual loading area, Every every one of them had the plexiglass and everything. The one floor is when they st- they they don't put you every other row on Kilimanjaro Safari. They have these huge uh, a plastic screens. Yeah, right. like fiberglass screens that are up between them, which is all well fine and good until you leave the ride and you stand up. When you stand up, you're back in open air, and you a lot of a lot of people are taller than the plas- the, the plexiglass screens. So the people that are up in front of you who are leaving, leaving the ride vehicle at the same time, there's no, there's no more barrier between the two of you. You have your masks, yes, but it's definitely not six feet. You're walking off, and it's like, okay, well, I just was on this ride. I'm behind this plexiglass. So why is the, what's the point of it now that it should have gone all the way up to the roof? It didn't.
2: Well, I that's, think, I, you know, Dave, I think, you know, and you're in the parks a lot more than me. You know, so I haven't experienced that attraction yet since I've seen the updates online. But you know, I think that's one of those things that they'll probably they'll tinker with you well, know, as, went as guess, time goes I want to
1: guess relations about that. And I, I, I said that. I'm like, you know, this makes absolutely no sense. Now, I could see if you asked everybody to remain seated and you just uh, dismissed people row by row. That would make sense because somebody stands up, they go off. It works out maybe even every other row and then you kind of just do it that way it makes perfect sense to do it this way but here everybody getting up again and then everybody is on that loading dock again well the offloading dock leaving at the same time
2: so well i mean i guess it's one of those things dave where you know it's you know it's i i think you 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 do social distance as best you can. Mm -hmm. It's not a perfect world. I think they're. I mean, they're doing the best they can, and and I'm not. And I'm not defending them because I think, as a guest, you know, I think they. Obviously, they're a company that takes people's comments, and uh, and I know I've already received a survey from my visit on Hollywood Studios on Sunday about what measures they were taking what I thought of them and stuff like that so they are sending, already sending out surveys to guess about that so I think they're definitely listening I think they're caught between a rock and a hard place right okay. now we're trying to and like the
1: four keys of Disney for operation uh, safety is their number one On it supersedes every other one There's safety, efficiency show and courtesy and safety is always the one that comes first before any of the other ones so if safety is compromised so that's another, and that's one of the reasons why I went. I wasn't going to complain. It was more to just offer some, uh, I guess, uh, some suggestions on it. They'll probably take it a little bit, like, yeah, all right, whatever. But it is. I kind of feel that uh, as an AP holder, I do have a say in this park and everything, you know. So or
2: Well, I, def- know, so. I definitely will say, Dave, and, and I think you'll you'll agree with this in a minute. And for anybody who's been down here, you know, Jeff has been down here. You know, Mickey you Mike's been down here as well. I don't feel... And we're not saying this because we're, we're big Disney fans. We do a podcast and all stuff. I don't feel unsafe here at all. No, I actually feel safer here, Universal and World also, than I do in Publix. I mean, like, Publix, Walmart. I mean, like, and then, listen, I'm a huge Publix fan, and they're doing everything they can with the amount of people going in and out of there. But I'll tell you, there's nothing more this place can do for you i mean like it is what it is i mean they're doing so and listen i feel bad for people who are like you know have you know they have health issues and they can't travel and they can't take that risk whatever but if you are healthy enough to travel and this is something you want to do it's here for you right now it's not the experience that you're going to be used to a lot of things are closed a lot of things aren't open um you definitely see disney in a different way because like i said you know you walk in the boardwalk after after dinner one night and there's Nothing going on, you know, but you're not going to get a character meet. Yeah, but the no. cavalcades are cool. I did yeah. post that the goofy the goofy cavalcade was uh, fantastic. By the way, the one in, uh, in Magic Kingdom, I enjoyed that. I don't know what song they were playing, but I kind of was like was kind of bopping along with it. Whatever it was, uh, some creative stuff. But uh,
1: what I do uh, wish that they would do is something that they do at Universal, where they bring out various parade floats at different times into the into uh, a public area and then they have spots where you can social distance, and you can kind of just go up and take a selfie with the characters who are on the float, but you can just go stand at a certain spot, and they'll just stand in the background of your picture. They'll they'll pose from the background and everything, and that works out very well at Universal. Uh, I was at SeaWorld over the weekend. I saw them doing that uh, with Cookie Monster, so it's something that Disney can definitely... Do um, I wish they would do it at that point? Because you know, the ca- meaning the character—you know—you can't really have that interaction with the characters, but you could still get that personalized
2: one-on-one moment with the character. But you know, Dave, you you see some things online, and online, so you know, you got to take Twitter with a grain of salt, right? And I'll okay. be the f- and I'll be the first one to criticize Disney or criticize anybody else, but I really believe that, like, you know, I saw the Goofy cavalcade going through. I posted it on our, our Mickey Dudes uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Um, people were doing a really good job of just like giving each other a little bit extra room while the the, the cavalcade went by. And, you know, like, I mean, I don't know if it's just because the people that are here, maybe it was for diehard Disney fans and DVC members and AP holders and Club 33 members. I don't know. I mean, people just want to just experience the parks. But, like, people have been really good about it. And I think that, I don't think it's being reported enough that, like, the guests are doing, you know, maybe I'm not seeing the bad stuff, but there's a lot more good Oh, yeah. A lot more good going on than bad. So, uh, people that are home listening, who haven't been down here, guests are being responsible and are trying to help, you know, make this opening continue and, you know, so maybe more people can come in. So, I, I mean, I think it's been good so far. I mean, well, so. I have non Disney people that are constantly
1: criticizing me about going to the parks. I've gotten stuff of seriously going to Disney, grow up. Uh, I've gotten. Stuff like, you know, you're part of the problem of why Florida has its issues. I've gotten all of that. And people will turn around and say, well, they opened up Disney for the almighty dollar. And my response to that is, well, yes, because it's the, lar- it's the largest employer in, in the this area. Of- so, in the state of Florida. Yeah. So people need to actually work. For instance, Festival of the Lion King is not running at the moment. And they can socially distance the crowds but they can't socially distance the performers for the show, so they gotta keep them safe. So most of the time the shows are not performing because of the close proximity that the performers have to be in. But with that said, they had three cast members standing outside the, outside the, uh, the show building telling people, I'm sorry we're closed today. This, And I passed them and I said, oh, I'm so sorry you guys have to spend your entire day out here telling them to, uh, telling, just telling them that they're closed and everything. And one of the girls turns around she's like, Don't be sorry. She's like, At least I have a job. She's yeah. like, This gives me a job. I'm, I'm standing here all day and being paid and being able to pay my bills.
2: And I'm like, You know what? You're totally
1: right. I get that. I know,
2: and Dave, I'll say, though, the cast members here, you're 100% right, man. The cast members, it doesn't matter if you're at a restaurant, if you're at a resort, if you're in a theme park the ones that are here are happy to be back to work and oh, yeah. that makes me happy and I even say you know when I when I go out to uh, you know and I've noticed this too Dave when you're in the parks you see a lot more managers out on the floor oh, yeah. I mean a lot more managers uh, you know out on the floor and uh, so uh, you know but uh, you know helping out and helping out the staff that's on uh, on uh, you know on, on, on property and stuff like that so it's definitely uh, you know it's good to see them out there and the people that are happy to be back to work and so on and so forth so but um, yeah, so it's definitely, uh, it's, it's definitely good to see you know, them back to work, and, and uh, hopefully as the, the opening goes on further, uh, you know, more cast members will be able to come back to work as well. So
1: My other, my other thing with that is um, my response to them was, well, you know, the other thing is that they could have at any time opened up at the same time as Universal and SeaWorld did. They opened, Universal and SeaWorld opened a month earlier than Disney. Disney chose to wait, to have other plans, and to really, to really kind of just streamline their process and everything. If it was, if it was coming down to the end to the almighty dollar, Disney would have been opening up at the same time, saying, "Hey, well, Universal's open a major competition, so."
2: We'll open up too. Well, I think it took them so long to put all the plexiglass up everywhere and all the stickers. Oh, <laughs> exactly. You know? Well, I mean, just, let me tell you, the amount of stickers that are laid on the floor and the amount of plexiglass and the plexiglass, like, I will give them credit, Dave. You, could, you know, The plexiglass in the queue is, is actually done really well. I mean, it's like firmly affixed. It's not shoddily done. I mean, so it, it definitely took engineering, I'm sure, oh, yeah. a long time to, to do that. The yeah, shop
1: guys are busy.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, but it's, it's great to see the cast members back to work and, you know, like the managers are out there, you know, out on the floor and, uh, you know, with smiles on their faces, you know, making the best of it. And it's as a guest here, it, you know, I try to tip the waiters a little bit more, you know, when I go out to eat, eat and stuff like that to say, hey, I'm, I'm glad you're back to work. And so, uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, so that those are the positives, It's not all negative all the time, you know, so I think it's I think it's good that we. Uh, you know, at least shared our experiences. You, as a, as a true local, you know, you're down the street of me, quasi local, staying on property, being an hour and a half away. Uh, you know, just what's going on here, and you know. Now, the other question: Have you
1: noticed? That it seems like they're handing out legacy badges, like it's going
2: out of style over here. Well, it's funny. We just had a manager behind us who just had one of those on as well. But I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't. Know. I, I've seen a lot more of those. But I think that you know, obviously, those are the cast members that are regarded highest by their, oh yeah, by their you know fellow colleagues and stuff. So um, I have seen a lot of the, the, those name badges around. So I don't know if they're handing them out, but I think that those employees are, well, the first them, ones to come back to work. Yeah, they're obviously
1: earning them, but. I mean there's a whole process like anybody with a blue badge they have to be nominated by people and then other cast members have to write like this long essay about
2: them of why they deserve it and all that so there's... i think there should be a special pin for this if you work during this thing it's kind of like if you're a NYPD cop and you worked during 9-11 you know god bless you you know they're they've special service bars that they wear in their uniforms that they were on duty at the time of 9-11 so mm-hmm. should <laughs> have got a special pin for the cast members that you know work during this this crazy time, you know what I'm it's saying? It's got to be
1: the mic, It's got to be the Mickey wearing the mask. Yeah,
2: it's. <laughs> but uh, so it's been good. So I can't complain, Dave. I got uh, check out tomorrow. I'm gonna stay a couple of nights at the JW Marriott. Um, yeah, I got some free nights from my uh, from all my traveling, but before traveling was canceled, so we're gonna try to extend it. So check out that new place down in Bonnet Creek and uh, try to get some more golf rounds in, and uh, that'll be it. But be nice uh, a, a week. So uh, uh, I was that on Disney property technically? I mean, it's on, I guess, on property, but I guess it's not... Bonnet Creek's like its own thing. I guess it's not It's not treated the same as a swan and dolphin where they don't get bus service and all that stuff, you know, but it's on... I mean, if you're going... It's right next to Typhoon, I believe, or, yeah, you right. know, going down that way, so... But... So, yeah, so... It's all good, Dave, so I don't know if... Uh, Got anything else about my uh, my stay here at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, I mean, but it's uh, it's been good so far.
1: Anything... Uh talk about
2: the maybe talk about the golf got me golf has been good i mean that's the one thing i think on disney property that uh you know i've been playing golf here even before they never shut down uh if i don't know if people know or not but the walt disney world golf courses they're operated by arnold palmer golf management it's kind of like a lease thing i guess they they license it out to them but they Arnold palmer does a great job uh with running the courses and they've been busy i mean they um there's usually one course that's closed every day they'll rotate it between the palm magnolia and lake buena vista uh, I know the foot golf is still open over at Oak, uh, Oak Trail, the 9-hole uh, course that's uh, in the same complex as Palm Magnolia. But um, played there yesterday night before the thunderstorm came in. But, uh, yeah, the golf has been really crowded. I mean, like, so I think that the golf courses aren't suffering. You get a lot of local play, too, um, from locals. Um, but the golf is open, the courses are in great shape. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, if you're a local in the Orlando area and you want to play golf, the golf courses are still are still open and the ranges are still open so uh, you just have to wear a mask um, when you're inside the golf shop and kind of within close proximity of the staff there but once you go out and play uh, they social distance they put you in a if you're with uh, I was with my wife we, we can run the same cart but if you're playing with uh, your playing partners or not from your immediate party they will put you in separate uh, golf carts and you, know, you you don't need to wear a mask when you play but try to social distance while you count yeah, the so golfs they're still mixing people up together. they're still mixing people up but they'll give you your own cart they spray them down they do a good job cleaning I mean, you see these guys scrubbing these carts down so i worked well, at a golf course they... for 11 years i mean so it's you spray them down with the chemicals wipe them down i mean they're they're they take it pretty serious over there so it's uh it's it's been good but yeah it actually speeds up flight too which is great
1: do you have to interact with any people in th- or do they like have like a spot where you pick up your golf cart based on like
2: no, I mean like I mean they actually have a thing where they call parking play now and if you go to their website golfww.com and you make it they actually advertise it but it's uh, you could pay everything online ahead of time you could minimize your exposure in a golf shop and if you want to you could just pull right up to the the front of the entrance and they they'll take your bag out for you they'll put it on the cart um, they're all wearing masks obviously and then when you park your vehicle you could they'll have their cart ready for you to go and They'll give you your slip to show to the starter so yeah you could eliminate you could minimize your contact with the inside golf shop as much as possible so i mean they're doing everything they can to you know if you don't want to interact with them you know and not be inside of the golf shop you don't have to be
1: and that reminds me actually i appreciate you talking about that because i have to call and make a reservation for a golf cart uh, pretty soon myself because uh, in about three weeks I'm staying in Fort Wilderness. I got a cabin for a weekend,
2: so. Well, as somebody who is a resort geek, Dave, I hope that you will do some sort of, uh, live stream or like what we're doing right now, a live report of your experience there. Cause me and you have gotten there in the past, years ago. We, uh, we remember we, uh, we went around uh, Fort Wilderness a little bit? We tried to rent the boat. We tried to rent the boat. It didn't happen because of the thunderstorm, of course. Yeah. But um, And, of course, now the marinas are still closed. So. Yeah, there's not, no boats in the arena, marinas area, which is absolutely crazy. If you go to any of the marinas, there are zero boats. Which that one I don't get because they were talk- I was talking
1: to a uh, guest relations person about that, and they were saying that uh, it was a social
2: distancing issue. But you're on the water. I just I don't think there's enough... There's enough guests here, Dave. I mean, that's. I mean, we've been around here a lot. I do and I think that's a, a contracted company that oh, does good. it. So they're probably just pulled their stuff out. Probably doesn't make sense for them to operate. There's just not enough people here right now. That's my opinion, my unofficial opinion. Sense. But um, you know, until they're fully fully functioning, I mean, like even for example, the Polynesian Marina. There's no boats there. The only thing that's open is DVC right now. So it's really like two buildings. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I know as a local. Two, you know, after the whole quarantine and everything, you know,
1: honestly, I would come out here to a to a, uh, a resort. any resort and just uh, basically, uh, I would rent the boat for an afternoon and just kind of just forget my troubles and just kind of just put around on Bay Lake or something like that. I would jump at that chance at the moment. So, hopefully, by that time, it's gonna be it's gonna be mid August. So. Hopefully that that weekend I'll be able to uh, get one. If not, you know, I'll make do with it. You know, i got a nice cabin, got a bunch of friends that are going to be staying with us. So it
2: kind of is going to work out well with that. So I will say one last thing, Dave, before we we sign off here is uh, if you are a vlogger or a videographer or a photographer and you love to photograph Walt Disney World, this is the time to come here because you can get so many – fantastic photos with nobody in the background oh yeah i mean honestly if you want to photograph buildings and architecture and animals and attractions and whatever i mean you could photograph anything you want and not have anybody in your in the background of your shot you won't be holding anybody up either so just throwing that out there i mean i was blowing up the mickey dude's instagram the other day just taking photos because there was like there's nobody around you like i could just take my time and shoot some pictures and
1: pretty yeah, much the same thing here yeah I also got an interesting email during this week because uh, Labor Day weekend I had a reservation to stay at Art of Animation in one of the Little Mermaid rooms, and Art of Animation isn't going to be open yet. So um, they just uh, decided to extend their closure, so I got an email saying that they're going to be moving me to another resort, and I'll find out within the next four weeks of where they're going to put me in, so... At the moment, I'm kind of just like in no man's land of where I'm going to be going.
2: probably pop Century. it Seems where everybody's staying at right now. But well, I also assuming.
1: I also have a, I also have another I have an alternative reservation that um, was able to get because one um, one a cast member is joining me, so I got a really nice favorable cast member rate right, right now at um, uh, Caribbean Beach in one of the pirate rooms. Okay. So. We're going to play our cards and just see where that where that goes and everything. You know, if Pop Century is full at that point, you know. We, I've heard of people, it's not without the realm of reasoning that I've heard of people actually being upgraded to a deluxe resort. Well, so, you,
2: you never know. But regardless, at least you're trying some new things yeah, during this time. Say, this is the time to do yeah. it. You know, it's not your typical normal Disney trip. So, you know what, try some new resorts like we're doing right now. Yeah. You're going to be trying the pirate rooms, whatever. At I the mean, moment, so. I, just
1: have to, I just have to try... Uh, Old Key West and, uh, no, actually, no, I've stayed at Old Key West now. I, I just, the only ones left on my bucket list are... Uh, contemporary. No, I stayed at Contemporary. I'm counting Bay Lake Tower. No, I wait. stayed at the Contemporary. You're wrong about that. Anyway. I stayed there, but no, I need to, I need to stay at, uh, what is it, uh, Saratoga Springs and uh, Riviera. I so, believe well, if you stay
2: at Saratova you can get a uh, one of the newer, refurbed rooms. So it would be pretty. But cool. Everything
1: else I've been on every other, I've been to every other hotel here, so it's I'm actually proud of, and I'm lucky in that
2: sense. So it is what it is. So, don't, well, keep us informed on how that goes, but uh, unfortunately, my time here is running out. Yep. but... So, Joe, uh, where can you be found on sure, social media? Sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at joequat, Twitter at joequat. If you guys try, try to follow me on there and uh, I don't approve the request, send me a message. Uh, like, I've been getting a lot of spam on there lately. So uh, if you're uh, trying to follow me on Instagram, just send me like, a message. Um, you can also find me over at the resortloop.com, a uh, DVC roundtable show. missed uh, this month's show, unfortunately, because I was in Disney Springs one night. But... Uh, I was saying it was Olivia's that night we recorded, but uh, hopefully that will be on next month's show.
1: Excellent. And you can find me, uh, best place to find me is on Instagram at reality. All right. And with that, have a magical day, everyone.